On the hand. How'd you get your start? Maybe. What start? In movies. My continental. But diamonds are a girl's best friend. I guess I was discovered. It's been four years since Michael Myers vanished without a trace. Hello. You came here to kill me, so do it. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our Worst Movies of 2022 show here today. Yes, we are still doing these. I don't know why everyone got so soft, but we are still here. Uh, We are going to be talking about the movies that we dislike the most out of 2022. Happy holidays, everyone. Hope you guys are enjoying your mini vacations or breaks or whatever is going on i am joined by some guests from the cinemania world team first we have from the box office report show we have larry larry hello how are you hello hello i'm glad we're still going strong uh, most most of the cinemania team are pretty much shady beaches so uh, you can count on us for, for a list like this <laughs> uh absolutely we are also joined here from the cinemania world team and youtube we have alex madden alex hello how are you what up what up cinemaniacs welcome back to the cinemania world podcast glad to be back my long right. absence very nice to have you here, my friend. And we are lastly joined from Geekly Goods and the Cinemania World team. We have Leo. Leo, hello. How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, this is actually going to be my only worst list of the year. I usually don't do worse, but I figure it'd be Ooh. nice to partake in a couple of, you know, a little, little, little chitter chatter about well, the worst I mean, of the year. If, year. I, if I can tell by your name on here, I already know what movie's making <laughs> your list. <laughs> yeah, it actually made it twice. <laughs> but Uh-oh. yes, uh, thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. That's y'all. how much he hated it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good to have you here, Leo. We are going to get right into it, everyone. We are going to go through our worst movies of 2022. And I am super, I'm kind of dreading this list, but I'm also looking forward to it because looking forward to it because these shows are so much fun to do at the end of the year. It's all lighthearted stuff, everyone. So if your, fa- if your faves are here, don't get angry. This is all subjective, and let's get right into it. So to avoid a massively long show, I think we can do some honorable mentions. We can start with that. If anyone has any, Mm -hmm. I will start with some honorable mentions. 
and then we can go into the list. We'll probably start from like I forgot how we did it last year. Like number ten. I think it to was five. 10, I think it was ten to six, and then five. To ten one. to six, yeah. Then five to one. Let's do that again this year because that flow kind of was a little better than going one by one and then mm-hmm. talking about it. So let's do that. Uh, let's start with our honorable mentions. Does anyone have any honorable mentions for worst of the year? Larry, do you have anything honorable yeah, mentions at all? I definitely, ha- <clears throat> I definitely have a few. Persuasion mm-hmm. from Netflix was a period piece rom com that Ooh. lacked anything worthwhile. <laughs> the invitation, Josie. I'm sorry. I know you are out here swinging hard for the invitation. It's a no for me. It was cheesy. It My was cousin Pat was too. Good. Uh, I love you, Natalie. I will always love you. And you were great, actually, in the movie. But everything else, no thanks. The oh. Sun. Uh, Ooh. Uh, no, I don't think I saw that oh, um, I don't think I saw I, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, once it goes good. wide release, uh, <laughs> it's not good. And then finally, man, I usually love Alex Garland. Oh, oh what's uh, it? I was man. vibing. Oh man, okay. Vibing yeah. for a while, uh, but I think you know Alex Garland. Maybe look within yourself before you try to talk about toxic masculinity because this was not the way to do it at all. Ooh, I mean, it, it for me. Very oh. calling the shots here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Alex. Do you have any honorable mentions at all? Oh, I got quite a bit of dishonorable mentions, that's for sure. Oh, okay, um, we can call them that, too. <laughs> um, I got Blonde, a uh, very uh, bad movie, very long oh, movie. Oh, that's an honorable mention? That's an honorable Ooh. mention. Oh, there were, there, there, there's list. 10. There, oh, it almost made the list. There were 10 mm-hmm. worse movies, though. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it exploited Marilyn Monroe in ways it shouldn't have. Um, mm-hmm. The Invitation. Uh, we already discussed that a little bit with Larry. The three five five. It made the dishonorable mentions list. Maybe it made my uh, list as well. No, I'm just kidding. It's only on here once. (laughs) Um, The princess, which was on Hulu, that was the one with Joey King. Hated it. Hated the color palette of that movie. Um, Deep Water with Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck. I don't know what kind of story that was told in that, but holy shit. Um, The uh, Pinocchio, not the Guillermo del Toro one. The the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the um, Disney live action. Yeah, the Disney mm-hmm. live action one. Hated it. Zemeckis, learn how to direct again, please. Oh. Um, um, Day Shift from my favorite streaming service, Netflix. They're, they're always on here every year. Um, I, I I couldn't get through it, honestly. I in took, Once I did, it took me like three tries. Um, Falling for Christmas, Medieval. Don't ever watch Medieval. Uh, How are these movies? Y'all just, <laughs> just watch anything. What is going on up in here? What the fuck is up medieval? <laughs> um, Jurassic World Dominion, not the movie we deserved. And then, finally, on the dishonorable mentions list, I'm sorry, Leo. Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, a a well made movie that actually had a plot but when you actually think about it it's boring it sucks and it's damage control for the last one well that sounds about right as far as that movie that might show up on my side as well leo how about you any dishonorable mentions you have at all yeah um i'm gonna start with death on the nile i love me some cows no. man that was that was this that was year? rough mustache, um, mustache the second origin half. story is great 
Nah, man, I actually could have done without that. <laughs> uh, another one Why that might be a hot take. Man? Another one that might be a hot take is Kimmy on HBO Max Ooh. with um, oh. Rabbits. Uh, I just Ooh. thought it had so much potential, and it really was a short movie that went nowhere, in my opinion, yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, wasn't big on that one. Um, let's see. I'm looking at my letterboxed here. Uh, the Adam Project. <laughs> that was one I think was kind of a hot take. I didn't really like that one. Thought it was nothing creative, nothing new. And yeah, honestly, Ryan Reynolds, I, I, I like him as Deadpool. I'm starting to get a little tired of him outside of that yeah, suit. Though, kind of I'll admit, too. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm right there. Oh, no, man, like this is the same brand of comedy every movie. And I think that's the movie where it hit it for me because it was just so generic with all these references from different movies. Anyway, I'm ripping like it's on my list, but that's my <laughs> honorable mentions. I I'm, I skipped some this year, y'all, that I know are probably going to be on some lists like Blacklight. I skipped that one. <clears throat> uh, the one with the, right. the, the Joey King one, went ahead and skipped that one. There's the Pinocchio Disney live action skipped. Like there's a few I just were, I was very aware that they were so mm. bad. I skipped them. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I don't seek out and go to everything and go – if I know I'm I'm just not going to like something, unless it's like a mass, massive movie, like I ain't going to watch it. It's just how it is. Uh, especially – like I haven't even watched like Dominion yet, like Jurassic World Dominion. Like I kept it's making so plans bad. for it. Really? Yeah, it's I kept making I kept yeah. making plans for it. I just like just never got around to it because every time I'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch it," I just be like, mm, "No." So I just don't know what happened there. But um, as far as my dishonorable mentions, uh, going from there, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We gotta let this oh, go, dude. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh. Yeah, we got Some that. Of y'all baby. dishonorable mentions are happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would pick on the actual huh? list. Uh, Some of that, them are uh, on my list. Yeah, that 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 baby mask for Leatherface was just horrible. <laughs> uh, I hated this movie. I remember the review that we did for it. I didn't even use the movie's poster. I used I used the poster of me because I was just so annoyed. Damn <laughs> movie. Um, yeah, so is I I don't know what's going on here. We gotta stop. Okay, just stop it with with the Texas Chainsaw. We had that get him cuz one, and then we had this. We just need to let it go. Uh, I have the three five five. Not only I finally finished it on, I think it's on Peacock right now. Uh, not only did that movie ruin Scream for me because it started playing, <laughs> <laughs> it started playing before Scream, and everyone was confused. And then somebody had to restart the whole projector, and we had to watch Nicole Kidman twice. But <laughs> that movie is not good. It's it, and it has a lot of potential. Like the cast is great. Oh yeah, I just sure. don't know what happened there. Um, I have I have ambulance ambulance with Michael Bay. Just like it gave me vertigo. It gave me vertigo. Wow. So just uh, I just and I didn't finish it. I got about an hour and some minutes in, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I hate to do this, Jake Gyllenhaal. I hate to do this, y'all are my faves. But I'm out of here. So I split. Uh, I also have Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Like, Alex came over to my house to watch that, and him and I were just sleeping for, like, an hour and some change when we went to go see this, and uh, just a horrible experience. I just, I just, it wasn't, like, a terrible movie. I just thought it was a very, like, sad way to kind of go about this whole thing. We had drama with, like, Ezra. It was just a disaster. Yeah. Um, and lastly, I didn't know if I wanted to do it. 
Uh, actually, I'm not gonna. I I think Black Adam is not terrible, so I'll I won't say Black Adam. I almost did, but Black Adam, you're okay in my book. The Rock just annoys me nowadays, so <laughs> I'll I'll keep Black Adam off of the dishonorable mentions. It's all right. It's not terrible. I actually just rewatched it a few days ago on HBO Max, so it's not bad. Um, so that's my dishonorable mentions of 2022. So now we can get into our number ten to our number six. Of our worst movies of 2022, I am going to start with you, Larry. Your give us your number ten to your number six. Okay, so at number ten, I had Amsterdam. Uh, it just was, I didn't the, see it. The I didn't script see it. was a hot mess. The entire pacing of the film was a mess, and uh, it was the worst editing and filmmaking from o russell i've seen so hopefully this puts you know good old sexual assaulter out of business for good with this one and david o russell please then at number <laughs> nine evil finally is dead to me at least Ooh, because halloween wait. ends thank god uh at number nine <laughs> <laughs> I yes. I know some of y'all be going to bat fighting in the streets like this is your child for this Halloween ends and that damn Corey. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They did a complete bait and switch. Even on the damn social, the physical media is still trying to. I don't see a damn picture of a Corey on the social, on the <laughs> physical media. Nothing. Uh, they did a bait and switch and then they handled it terribly. Like it's not well balanced. The story is not well executed. I've never seen a Michael Myers look like a punk ass beach like he does in this <laughs> Halloween ends. I hated it. I just, oh, no, no, no. Then at number eight, I have Father Stew. Uh, I mean, faith based films are an easy target to throw on this worst list. I actually kind of was hoping this one would be better. It was rated R until they did this PG 13 cut. Mark Wahlberg, it's a no for me. It was actually quite homophobic in a weird, like, off-the-wall way that I wasn't expecting. Uh, it just it didn't work for me in any sense, really. Then, at number seven, I have Disney's live-action Pinocchio. Uh, a a shot-for-shot kind of remake wow. of their an animated film mm -hmm. with no soul. Like, it just had no yeah. soul, no yeah. life to it. And when you have Guillermo del Toro, you know, reimagining this fairy tale in the way he did, uh, I know Disney is mad because it made theirs just look <laughs> that much worse to come out with this mess. And then finally, at number six, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, there's Poor. some fun to be had in here for me, like just... Mm -hmm horrible ridiculousness that I low-key live for in some of these newer <laughs> horror films. And kind of like Halloween Kills, these kills were brutal AF. So I gotta give it that. Mm. The kills <laughs> yes. were nuts. But this is how not the textbook, how not to do a legacy character is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She looked a damn fool. Like, what was the point of even bringing this <laughs> back? They had to recast her, obviously, because the OG actress has passed away. And then you're mm -hmm. going to drag her legacy through the mud with this? No. Uh, the characters were dumb. The acting was dumb. The script was dumb. I mean, I low-key hated, but also loved the end, though, where he dancing in the street. Um, they gave <laughs> us that the... little dance moment with the head in his hands. That's, that's fair. And that's 
that's what saved it. Just a little moment saved it from the bottom five, but I just mm. got to be real. I mean, it was terrible. It's not a well-made <laughs> movie at all. It's a mess. All right. Um, some good stuff. Man, I feel like this is going to be a lot of our stuff is going to be very similar. Um, uh, let's go to you, Leo. Your number 10 to your number six. All right, so number 10 uh, might be coming hot out the gate here because it got a standing ovation at some film festivals, but Ooh. Armageddon Time, uh, I'm throwing that oh. on there. I thought it was incredibly underwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I also was not very fond of the message that it was trying to shoot for. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt like it was a regretful tale to me, and it didn't feel that regretful. It made me, it just reminded me of privilege that I don't have. So mm-hmm. I just really didn't appreciate how they treated the black character. And I I think that's like a telling of the director's life. And I'm like, okay, if that's a moment, like what's the lesson here? And I just felt the lesson was like really not a great one. So uh, Armageddon time at number 10. Then number nine, uh, I did have Jurassic World on my worst list because jurassic world 3 was an oh. absolute hot mess it was um <laughs> it, the the locust the whole locust storyline was idiotic locust? i thought like See, yeah it's know. yeah it's, it's not even dinosaurs <laughs> yeah i'm like this isn't even like dinos bro like we talking about some bugs and stuff okay <laughs> this was not that great love the original three coming back i mean i was so happy to see them you know laura Dern, jeff goldblum sam neill Mm-hmm. I, I was really looking forward to seeing them back, but their characters just kind of felt like meh. Like mm-hmm. they didn't really serve the plot that, that well. So I don't know. I was just not impressed with this movie at all. The dinosaurs, again, look cool, but after the, what, this is the sixth one? I'm not that impressed by the dinosaurs anymore. Yeah. yeah. Do stuff Who was the MVP that, for me of that whole movie, mm-hmm. I got to say. Who? Jeff Goldblum. Oh, for sure. Girl, for sure. Girl, yeah, he was girl. a competition back. It was Goldblum sure. and that Laura, new pilot woman. Yeah, uh, her and then I didn't mind Laura Dern, too. I'm glad they gave Laura no. Dern something to do, too. So. Eh, I was like, I didn't need Laura Dern back. I didn't need <gasps> any of them back. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum okay, coming Leo, back was cool. Hold on, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> now we get uh, wild. Nah, I, you know, I like Laura Dern, but I was just like, that character was misused, in my opinion. But... I don't know. Uh, moving on to the next one, number eight is Firestarter. That was such a see it. bucket of meh. Uh, Zach Efron didn't belong in that role at all. The there was just really a very bland story going on here. I I think the setup was actually kind of cool with the superpowers and stuff, and then like it's kind of just this weird road trip that takes up most of the movie, and I'm like. Okay, I wanted a little bit more than that. And then we pivot hardcore back to in the third act to a different, almost a different movie. And it just doesn't, A, it doesn't tie together. And B, it's just so bland and boring for most of the movie. And you're like, Mm -hmm. you think of this fire starter, like a fire, like, okay, we might have like some Phoenix Force type stuff going on here. Nah, man, it wasn't it. Wasn't it at all. (laughs) I don't know who that little girl was. She wasn't great. (laughs) <laughs> um it was just bleh a whole bland bucket of bleh um number seven goes to halloween ends just like larry was saying the Corey storyline oh, was man. idiotic to introduce <laughs> especially this late because i look okay if this was introduced maybe in kills yeah if, yeah, if this happened with kills i think i would have been okay because then we would have one more movie to mostly be about michael and Lori. 
that character would be developed. But the fact that they shoehorned it in the last one, he's not on any promotional materials, no posters. And then most of the movies about him, like just what a weird slap in the face, I think to all Halloween fans. Um, I'm a big fan of the franchise. Of course it has its duds, but mm-hmm. thought this really sat in like the bottom few, like the bottom three of the whole franchise. Like it's really, in my opinion, it's worse than kills. Um, yeah, oh, I, I was at I least agree. entertained by kills. Ends <clears throat> uh, yeah. was just boring. Evil died tonight, then, huh? Yeah, evil sure did die tonight. And then at number six, we got the sun. Look, Florian Whoa. Zeller, this wasn't it, man. I was not feeling. I don't know the portrayal of of the character the, of the sun, the actual. The younger character, first of mm-hmm. all, the actor was not good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The that... young actor was not good. I don't know his name, I but he make... was not great at all. Um, Hugh Jackman and Laura Dern worked with what they had. Like they at least acted, but like it wasn't enough for me because the the movie mostly relies on the young actor, and he just doesn't deliver to me what I mean. I feel like the subject matter was calling for. I just didn't like. I didn't like that character at all. And it was weird. Um, you're supposed to sympathize with this character, but I don't know, like just the way that he was acting in the film. And then some of the cinematography and editing was just choppy and all over the place. They would just cut to these random shots in the city and all this stuff. I'm like, what's what's all this splicing in, man? Like we on an episode of Seinfeld. Like, come on, man. We don't need to be splicing in buildings and stuff. But honestly, I, yeah. I just I had to throw it on the list because it was just not great, not great. Um, Alex, is the popo coming for you or who? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, where I live now, it's like traffic, traffic, traffic. Wow, bro! I'm actually shocked though, because coming out, we uh, Leo and I saw the uh, sun together. I thought he liked it a little bit more than I did coming out of the movie. So I'm a little bit shocked. Uh, he actually put on his actual list uh, over what I did. So yeah, that was your... I definitely didn't like it. Um, okay, so Alex, your 10 to your 6. Oh, all right, so number 10. Uh, Liam Neeson had two movies this year. I hated this one. and It should have been called Asslight instead of Blacklight. Um yeah, this was not a very fun Liam Neeson movie. This man needs to stop making action movies, please. Just for the love of God. You said you were going to retire 10 years ago. You haven't done it. Do it now, please. Yeah, um, I that one. Cause of that. Like, oh, yeah, it, it, it's weird because it's like it's it's an action thriller, but it's also like this political drama mixed together and they don't mesh well. Um, the lead actress who played the lead reporter was pretty good, but that's about it. Um, nine, I have Moonfall. Uh, this is Roland Emmerich's attempt to stay relevant. He thought he created something stupid, dumb, and fun, which I would have been okay with if it was so bad it was good. But unfortunately, this movie took itself way too seriously. And it's mm-hmm. just bad that it's bad and it's dumb that it's dumb. And it thinks it tr- and it treats its science like it's actual logical si- science. I almost said silence. That, that, that sounded bad. Um, alone. Because it's bad, that's why. Um, Number eight was a Hulu movie. I don't think anybody saw this other than me. It's called The Ledge. Um, I'm not taking point. (laughs) 
<laughs> how did I know you were gonna? I was gonna get a reaction out of you. Um, I'm not taking any points off for predictability or for following every genre cliche imaginable. Like that's expected mm-hmm. with this type of movie. Instead, it feels haphazardly edited. The directing's poor. Tension isn't there. Dialogue is awful, and the acting is weak. It like just insert other adjectives, you know, wherever you want to. Like it feels like a student-made film. Uh, that Hulu bought to try and show off like a, a college students like talents. So I didn't like that one. Um, number seven. Hold on. I'm flipping through like my letterbox here. So number seven uh, is the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Um, this now is see what you doing watching that. <laughs> yeah, the what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, look, I, I like the Ice Age movies for the most part, but this is by far the worst Ice Age movie. It belongs on Disney Plus. It they should never have shut down Blue Sky and let them make a full blown Ice Age six. That's all I'll say. And then my number six is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sucked. My, well, my this was this was yeah. my introduction to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, oh my god! The first Texas Chainsaw oh Massacre god. I ever saw sucked. It gets oh it gets it gets half a point because of Elsie Fisher, but that's about it because she's great in the movie. She's innocent. Oh, okay. So that is your ten to six. Yep. So guess it's time for your boy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I gotta switch oh, something God. here because every time I'm looking at a poster, I'm just getting irritated. <laughs> okay, um, all right, back on my letter box. Let's get this going here. My number ten worst movie of 2022 is Moonfall. Yes, I'm not. The uh, one. I went on HBO Max a couple months ago and I booted this bad boy up. Ah, uh, it's like it was like a symbiote kind of thing in the sky and the moon, and <laughs> yeah. it was just it was not good. Yeah. And I, I gotta put movies that I don't finish here because like life is too short. You know what I mean? Like my dad taught me that life is too short. So I just if I can't do it, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna finish if it's just if it's just this like I think I got I think I got like an hour and like five minutes in and I said, dude, you're not missing much. I'm gonna go play some FIFA or something. So I, I got out of there. I got out of Dodge. Number nine. Number nine is I appreciated some of the risk here, but at the end of the day, the movie just that did not make sense compared to the other two films that you've given us. Halloween ends, some of the most some of the most yeah. like disgustingly marketed ploy of a film that I've seen in a long time of kind of baiting an audience to say, Hey, this is the end of battle. This is the culmination of Lori and Michael Myers. And although in the ending it is the entire movie, Michael is such a geek that he gets laid <laughs> out by some teenager and Corey Cunningham was like the, one of the worst names that I, I'd never want to think about <laughs> ever in like a movie and it just was a disaster the, the allison is that her name allison yeah, was that's a complete n- different character in this oh, movie yeah. all of a sudden like michael myers is like powers could transfer to people there's literally a scene <laughs> where michael myers is like charging up like he's goku or something to get the power to kill somebody it's just it's just like although i appreciate the risk if this was like a one-off movie it would have been fine, but the fact that this is the culmination of Halloween 2018 
And I hated kills. I don't know what's up with Larry. I hated kills. But this was just like, bro, this is this this is where we've come from Halloween twenty eighteen. The the Renaissance, the the reimagining, the reboot that hailed a lot of these like current, you know, uh slasher reboots when it's like you know when it's yeah, Scream and Hellraiser, all that stuff. Like, yeah, I was really disappointed with this. This is just crazy. Number eight. The more I think about this fucking movie, the more that I look at the poster. I watched it again on Monday. Yeah, it's Love and Thunder. I know it. I just don't understand how you how you fall from grace so badly my number eight is thor love and thunder what it's not this, yeah, yeah, yeah. i gotta disagree on that no, yeah. I mean, it's bullshit because if you got if this was a dc movie you guys would be okay well you guys would say that is horrible this think this is worse than black adam oh no. go from to this no, it's one of the is this is one of the worst kind of. I think Dark World is better than this. What? I think what? a lot. I'm of, sorry. What? I think is a this? lot of. I think a lot. I didn't cut none of y'all off. Let me let let me just get my stuff out. I think a lot of MCU sequels. I rather Ant Man and the Wasp than this. These are some of the worst movies in the MCU that I'm naming off here. Iron Man two. I think this movie is hey, so. I, that movie's terrible. I, I think this movie is so bad. I think the comedy is so awful. There's a storyline about two fucking items being in a relationship. There is like some of the worst comedy in a movie this year that I've seen so far. Um, I don't know. I think Taika was asleep at the fucking wheel. I don't think there was any inspiration in this. There's literally like online clips of youtube of taika shitting on this movie there's literally clips on youtube of him saying this movie looks trash and i think it is trash i think it's one of the worst attempts at any kind of sequel in the mcu might be one of the worst sequels in the mcu this is coming off of ragnarok i think ragnarok's like like my number 10 movie of the mcu of the mcu so i was extremely disappointed with this I came out of it. I thought it was fine coming out of it and then watching it again in theaters. It's just really, really bad. I don't know what happened here. Uh, Valkyrie is a secondary kind of character with like two scenes. All of it just did not work for me. You have Christian Bale as Gore and he's in like two or three scenes and you had a floating head in here. I, it fucking sucked. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Love and Thunder. It's terrible. Number seven, I have Firestarter. Another movie I did not finish. I got about an hour in, and I thought this movie sucked, and I was disappointed because I like Zac Efron, and I liked and I liked this story, this book. So I was very disappointed. This is what we got. Number six, I have Blonde. I think this Ooh, is okay. So we had, I think so we had this was uh, an, a terrible ad- attempt of showcasing Marilyn mm-hmm. Monroe. Yeah, um, very bad. Very like bad. it was just really bad, and I just. Another movie I did not finish. I don't know if that counts of like, can you put these in your list? But if I if I just can't finish the movie, this especially this one. This one wasn't. I didn't finish it because I thought it was like one of the worst things I've seen. I just I didn't finish it because it kind of like like with you with Armageddon time, Leo. It felt just like 
what are we doing here? The messages that we're kind of displaying here is not good for anybody. Yeah. Um, this is not what she would have wanted. And like the director constantly coming out and explaining why everyone is wrong for like disliking the movie or feeling uncomfortable. Too. Yeah. The whole thing. We're like, Oh, well, if you're uncomfortable, that's the point. That was her life. Like, dude, you didn't know her. This is fucking weird. Uh, Anna de Armas. I don't know why she signed up to do this. It's just, it was just a mess. I just, I hated it so bad. And her performance was not good. We can all say that her performance oh, was not good. Yeah. So yeah. blonde is my number six. So, now we have number five to number one. Uh, Alex, I'll start with you now. Your number five. Actually, uh, uh, let's do your number five to number two, and then we'll all go around and do our number one. So okay. uh, do number five to number two. All right. So my number five happens to be another Netflix movie, uh, The Royal Treatment with Mina Musad and Laura Morano. Moreno, I don't know how the hell you say her name. I don't give a shit. Um she has a she has a New York accent that is more on and off than probably A Rod and J Lo. It's got horrendous dialogue, poorly constructed production design, where there's essentially continuity errors in every scene. Um, it's obviously predictable, but there there's no sense of characters. Like Netflix was just like, we're just gonna buy a movie off the Hallmark Channel. So there you go. That's that's that movie number four a movie. I didn't finish. I, I feel bad putting movies on these lists that I don't finish, but I just couldn't do it because it wasn't funny. And I'm sick of Marky Mark and his funky bunch antics. And that is me time. Ugh, not a not funny. I hated it. I'm sorry. I know Kevin Hart's in it. I'm like I like Kevin Hart's comedy, but God, can Mark Wahlberg just go away, please, for the love of crud? Um, number three, another. Uh, Again, another Netflix movie. Wait, what I, movie is that? The Marky Mark one. Uh, Me time. Oh, yeah. It's on the cesspool of bad movies on Netflix. So I've seen it <laughs> on a couple of lists. Yeah. Always be some off the wall. See, y'all say I watch the most random. I don't know. Alex has the most <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Who, who hates Netflix? You sure do watch a lot of Netflix movies. Well, my next one's a Netflix movie, too, and that is The, man, the man from Toronto. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I try to watch everything, alright? Um, huh? Yeah, The Man from Toronto's horrible. Um, I hated its tonal inconsistency. They did they did like this like one take action sequence to make it look like it was a cool action sequence and I'm like, "No, you're not fooling me." Um and it was and it was obvious that in post production like many of like the headshots and like where there were supposed to be blood spurts were edited out so they could get the PG-13 rating. I'm like, "Shut up. Get out of here." Um my number 2 uh choose or die. Terrible. Uh, two effective scenes in this whole movie, and that's it. What a waste of a horror icon who played Freddy Krueger in Robert Englund. How do you waste that man in a movie like this? It's Discount Escape Room. <laughs> it's Discount. <laughs> that movie's really. That movie's really fucking bad. It's it, it's coming. Um, okay, Larry, you're number five to your number two. All right. So at number five, I have Morbius. Uh, (laughs) easily the worst comic book film of 2022 in my opinion it is uh, uh, taken straight out of (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know, early 2000s. Uh, just the special effects are terrible. There's just no life here. Like, Jared Leto is sleepwalking through the entire movie. Everybody is, other than Matt Smith. And he's really the only reason this isn't even higher up on my list. You know, his little dancing shirtless scene is fun. He's at, he, mm-hmm. he at least realizes the campy, ridiculous movie he's a part of and plays into that. Because everybody else is taking this ish super serious. Mm-hmm. And I hated the way that they did the visual style in here with the effects. Uh, you couldn't see like what was <laughs> happening or what they were doing. It was, uh, I, I don't know. I The script was terrible. It was so by the numbers. Everything about Morbius, I thought, was not good at all. The type of comic book movie I wanted to leave behind in the early 2000s. Then we have at number... For deep water, yeah. uh, yep, that's a bad one for it's sure. Just horrible, nothing. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just nothing. That's so it wasn't offensively terrible to me. So maybe it should have been a little lower on this list. I don't know, but I just what Anna. Oh, who made yeah, decisions for this year, man? <laughs> uh, these yeah, these movies you took yeah. this year are not it. The most interesting thing about Deep Water was the off-screen drama between Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas and the whole, like, Anna cutout that Ben had. That was the most interesting part about this movie. And Anna de Armas cussing out Alexa over Old McDonald. But the rest, <laughs> like, how do we... I don't remember that. Yeah, that's I mean, funny, that's the yeah. best thing. Otherwise, it's like how to be a cuckold 101. I don't know. No, thank you. I'm good. All right. At number three, I have Firestarter. Um, well, yeah, I don't, yes. maybe it's time to stop with the Stephen King adaptations again. Yep. This, no. Um, his stories are already, obviously, hard to adapt to the screen and make any type of coherent sense. And mm-hmm. once again, they failed with Firestarter. The first one's not very good, and this one uh, is right about at the same level, I'd say. I thought Zac Efron was fine here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that little girl, mm, the change on the end, eh? uh, the special effects, eh? and there was no That's why I didn't waste my time. Yeah, there was no horror here. Nothing in this was even remotely, like, scary at all. Uh, Just kind of a, I don't yeah, like Leo said, just a boring road trip movie. Uh, Fun. Great. (laughs) And then, finally, at number two, I have the 355. Oh, it's that high. That is high. Sir. Yeah. Oh, Jessica Chastain, one of these days we will actually find you a good action role because Every single time Jessica takes an action flick, it's terrible. I don't know what kind of scripts they keep handing her, but all of her action movies are just terrible. And this was no exception. But this time she brought an entire gang of high-profile women down with her. Um, Fan Bing Bing, girl, what did they do? What what was she here for? They just wasted our girl. Lupita Nyong'o, I I don't know. The only one who seemed to even be awake throughout this movie was (laughs) Penelope Cruz. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody else I thought kind of was sleepwalking. The action was shot so terribly. Oh, I mean, it was taken to like the Bourne school of shooting action. You couldn't tell what was going on, who was what, where was when, none of it. And the story was stupid. It was predictable and dumb. I... Whoa, I wanted to love the 355. I was like hoping it would be something cool. 
and I hated it. <laughs> I hated this movie. So that's my five to two. Um. All right, Leo. Last but not least, five to two. Okay, it's funny how many I have in common with Larry, and I actually have them in like different orders. So I'm going to start out with number five. Um, at this movie was just literally nothing. I, I can't believe it got delayed so many times, and it really kind of stayed like buried under the rug. It felt like it kind of it was like on Fox and Disney's release calendar. Um, I'm talking about Deep Water here. It just kind of fell Ooh, under terrible. the radar. Oh. But man, when you got the actual movie, you're like a little bit excited, you know, Ben and Anna. Okay, let's do this. I love Anna de Armas, so I'm ready. Uh, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Both of them phoning it in. Like Larry said, the drama off screen was more interesting than anything happening on screen. Even like, I don't know, the, the story of like him trying to figure out this other guy, what they're, what him and Anna's character were doing and all that. that it just was so boring and poorly executed from what sounded like an interesting book. If I'll be honest with you, I haven't read the book, but it sounds pretty interesting and I'm sure it's a lot better than this movie, but moving on to number four, I got Texas chainsaw massacre, um, truly massacred a great horror franchise. <laughs> I liked the first Texas chainsaw massacre a lot. And I thought that this was just absolutely, I hate to say this just terrible in almost every way. Um, the acting wasn't great. Sorry, look, Elsie Fisher, get a new agent because I love eighth grade, but this was <laughs> not the movie for you. Um, I thought the one, the the older sister, whatever actress that is, at first I thought I was like, okay, she's pretty cool. And then as the movie went on, she was wearing me out. And then what they did to Sally. I think Larry mentioned it earlier on his list, but that is just the ruining of a horror icon. I mean, you got to yeah. recast and then you recast her and, and do her dirty like that. Like, <laughs> I mean, man, stuff drove that chainsaw through her and was just celebrating. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, man. Like him, she could have blown his head off and she decided to just let him walk on by. Yeah, just let him <laughs> walk on it. by. Just standing there with the gun, let him walk on by. I was like, wow, she needed a 2018 Lori from Halloween. She needed 2018 Lori Strode there. Um, but yeah, that's at number four. The number three, I've got Morbius. Um, terrible, 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 terrible. I did not watch Super Pets yet, so I cannot say definitively if that, that might be Morbius. worse. But Morbius was absolutely horrid, horrid. <laughs> terrible CG. <laughs> Yeah, Jared Leto did not belong in the role. I, I the Matt Smith. I'm sorry, Larry. That that dancer was just goofy. <laughs> it got to that point. And I was just like, "What are we trying to do here? Like, are we trying to be like this dumb, funny? Like, it just had these weird issues with pacing and and what it wanted to be as a movie. Just all these weird tonal shifts of like goofy comedy like that. And then are we trying to be like horror? And it was just like weirdly all mm. over the place. Not great. Um, and then number two, the 355. Um, lots to say about that one that Larry had already said, but a great cast of ladies. You had Sebastian Stan in there as well. Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, Fan Bing Bing, Diane Kruger, Penelope Cruz. I... 
I just I hate to see them go down in this movie because it's just honestly a lot of it is the cinematography mm-hmm. and the fight choreography is really terrible. Yeah. So it's like when you have an action movie, if if you can get those two things right, okay, at least we can come out with that. But like those are like the number one things you don't want to get wrong. The editing, the cinematography, and the the fight choreography are very important in an action movie. And all these choppy, weird cuts during the action scenes. There were these weird dynamic wraparounds when they were just standing having a conversation. I'm like, what are we trying to do here? And look, I I can it worked for me with ambulance because I know it was baby ridiculous, oh. but and, and Jake Gyllenhaal get like getting heightened and shit. Like, so I knew that that was that was a more better use of a dynamic wraparound. But this, like, they're just having a conversation. I, I remember they're having a conversation in like a courtyard and it's just wrapping around them dynamically. I think it was uh, Jessica Chastain's character, Lupita Nyong'o, and somebody else might have been Sebastian Stan. I'm not sure, but it was just like just just dynamic wraparound. And it's like, what are we doing in a dialogue scene? But anyway, yeah, that's my number two. All right. Um, here we go again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's nothing bad. I, I, honestly, oh, okay. we're we're. I think we all kind of have the same kind of movies. Just if I hear multiverse around. of madness on here. <laughs> no, I love that. What you mean? <laughs> uh, my number five is Morbius. Um, so bad. I was in the theater and I'm just like, dude, what Sony? Like, what, we lost the plot here. Craven yeah. is going to be horrible. Do we all not get this? Yeah, it's exactly. going to be bad. I know there's gonna be some geeks <laughs> who are like, oh, no, the <laughs> Sony movies are fine, and mm. but like these are they're not working for me. They never did. I hate the Venom movies. I didn't like Morbius. It has one of the worst. It has probably the worst post credit scene that I've seen of just a phone in Michael Keaton. Uh, Matt Smith at Comic-Con had no idea about Morbius. I remember at Comic Con, okay. some 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 nerd oh was God, like, yeah. "Matt, what do you think about the meme?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "The Morbius <laughs> meme." And he's like, "What what about Morbius?" I have no idea. And Matt doesn't even know about his own movie. Okay, so yeah. once that once that happened, it kind of settled in that dude. This was just this was just we we got a we lost the plot. Now Sony's doing the hype, no Hitler or whatever the fucking name is, and it's just I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Uh, we lost all plots. So, number five was Morbius. Uh, number four is Deep Water. Again, as stated, Ooh. like everyone else, this movie was really bad. The plot was bad. Ben Affleck, I've never seen him so phoned in in my life. Yeah. Um, Anna de Armas, I just give me an agent, hand me an agent, please. I don't know what's happening <laughs> here. Um, this was it was rough. It was just. It was weird. I felt nasty watching it. It was just. It just didn't work for me. Number three is a movie that nobody has really said it. No, nobody has said anything about yet. Uh, I hate to do this, but it's they slash them. Um, I didn't see it. This was tough. This was like a tough watch. And Wait, was this the one you saw at Sunday? This, no, this no. was this was on Peacock, I think, and it was, it was in the, the one summer. That I was nice too, and everybody else <laughs> went in. It, it was it was like. I was down for the plot. I was down for some slasher fun. I thought the title was so perfect. And it was just, it was bad. It was so bad. Um, as a slasher apologist, like this was this was a rough watch. This is a movie that I actually finished. Cause like 
bad movies, like <laughs> I usually I can walk away like from them. <laughs> like I could usually walk away from them, but like slashers, I have to finish them just because I, I just love them so much. And this was this was rough. It's like when I watched Black Christmas, the most recent one in a theater, and it was just it was really bad. Uh, and then my number two, this was going back and forth with my number one. It's already been mentioned, but choose or die. Um, <laughs> it had some interesting elements in here, but like we go into like a vortex world at some point in this movie, and it just again we just lose in the plot. A lot of these movies on this list are just they just don't have any focus, and this movie was just so bad. The performances were rough. The the plot was just idiotic. We have dumb characters, and I just, it was not good. So that's my number five to my number two. So now. I'm glad I skipped that one then. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. I skipped that too. Um, yeah. And it's another movie that I did not complete again. Um, okay. So let's get into our number one worst movies of 2022. I will start with you, Leo. You're number one. What is All right, this? so I'm not going to do no build-up to this one. Blind um, is definitely yeah, my yeah. number one worst. Yeah. I felt like it was just so disrespectful to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. To, I mean, it was just a very disgusting depiction of her life. Um, if, if you want to call it that, it's very fictional in a lot of what it has to say. And I don't like that at all. I, I felt like this movie didn't need to actually be, like made like yeah why did why is this weird revenge fantasy porn dubbed to be a retelling or some kind of fictional telling whatever of marilyn monroe's life is disrespectful yeah exactly it's disgusting yeah. it's vile the writing's not great look anna i love you this was not it this was not it at all. I thought this was just not like yeah, I wasn't really even convinced she was Marilyn a lot of the time. And mm -hmm. I I cannot believe the ending. I take it we all saw it, so I guess I'm just gonna do a light spoiler warning in case you haven't. Mm -hmm. A vile and and just a weird depiction of the end of Marilyn's life. I think I thought that was just incredibly yeah. unnecessary um and i i thought to recreate this at her actual home just felt so as if she didn't like as if people weren't disgusting to her when she was alive now you have people when she's dead years and years later still doing stuff like this i just i feel yeah, like this movie shouldn't have been made at all um so it's definitely my number one and uh, yeah, I'm never gonna watch that again. Very disrespectful. Yeah, I would not. I do not yeah. blame you at all. That movie was I so terrible. Do not disagree and, um, at all. Ooh, it made me stop like Netflix for a little bit too. Like I think I stopped Netflix for like a month after I watched it. I was like, dude, I'm all set. Um, all right, Alex, you're number one. Everything, everywhere, all at once. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Ooh, fighting words right there. Um, no, um, you, thought we, you thought we got Dwayne? Oh, and we really gonna get your ass out. Um, no, my real number one begins with an M and ends in Orbis. It was wow. Morbius. Um, 
the action scenes in this movie are lackadaisical. There's nothing memorable about them. Jared Leto is completely miscast. It's poorly directed. But I think what sticks with me about this movie isn't even about the movie itself. It's about what came after the movie and how Sony handled some things. Like, clearly they can't take a joke when people are like, put it back in theaters. And they were like, okay, people love the movie, so let's put it back in theaters. Yeah. That had to be one of the worst, like, executive moves. I've ever- and then it made, like, $600,000. Yeah, like, they, 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 they thought we were actually serious, where it's like, no, we're, we're just fucking joking. Are you idiots dumb? Like They really saw, yeah. saw Minions getting folks out for the meme exactly. and thought they could do it Ex- and not. Exactly. Y'all ain't the Minions. Exactly. And I really hope that Hans Zimmer is collecting his royalties for his score. Uh, for the Dark Knight, for its usage in this movie. Okay, that's oh, all I'm saying. That's, that's <laughs> oh, all. That's what? that's it. That's it. Morbius sucked. An embarrassment to not only every movie this year, but to all of cinema. How about that? Ooh, wow. we. <laughs> well, <laughs> who's la- who's next? Larry, your number one. My number one is a film I actually put off watching. Because I knew uh, that it was based on a book that was a quote-unquote fictional biography, which I don't know why we're doing fictional biographies in the first place. Mm-hmm. All the whole world wants to throw a fit over the woman king being somewhat historically inaccurate, though where's that same energy for Gladiator? Where's that same energy for Braveheart? I don't know. Uh, but when it's black women... Meanwhile, though, none of these same people had a problem with making a complete fictionalized biography about somebody. Eh. But I knew I was going to hate it. Uh, I knew it was going to make me angry just based on that fact, because that book is slanderous mess. And uh, I forced myself to watch it by the end of this year. And I did. I hated it just as much as I expected. My number one worst of the year is Blonde as well. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Like, yeah. I don't know why you would even set out to make a film full of just fiction about somebody's actual life. And yeah, some sense. people are like, oh, well, you it's not supposed to be a biography, but uh, to, correct me if I'm wrong. There's no like disclaimer at the beginning of the movie. Right. I don't, I don't remember oh, one. I don't remember one. Somebody nope, nothing stumbling. on the trailers. Somebody stumbling on that movie on Netflix is not going to know that this is just a bunch of lies. Like most everything in this movie is either a big exaggeration of things we know happened for sure or just complete lies like that thruple. Uh, never mm-hmm. happened like it's just what a flat a out weird. fabrication uh the abortion uh, is a stretch and this movie was also very anti-abortion i don't know mm-hmm. we're having yeah. a talk to her it was. Uh, dead fetus when she's pregnant again yeah it's, uh, it was all just very even the way one of the guys uh cast she they had him die in this movie he died like six years after Marilyn Monroe died. So even weird little things like that, like the historical inaccuracies are just all over. But mm. more so than that, I thought the score was actually great in this movie, which made me sad that there was an element that was really good because everything else is just ethically, morally bankrupt there was no need for this to exist we've already seen every depiction of marilyn monroe in film and television is the tragedy we've Mm -hmm. seen the tragic parts of her life done a million and one times we know her story obviously she's an icon who's been told time and time again if so from now on if you are going to tell a marilyn monroe story 
tell about how she uplifted and empathized with the queer community. Tell how she used her privilege to uplift some of her fellow Black creators and uh, hair artists of the time. Mm -hmm. Tell how she wasn't getting her equal pay and decided to make an entire production company for herself to force the studio to pay her what she was worth. Tell those stories because I'm tired of these. And the whole daddy thing, like this film literally just frames her as a victim with daddy oh, issues. And that's yep. all she was. An yep. abuse victim right from the over beginning. and over and over and over. That's all we see is her getting abused the entire three hours. And it's, I don't know, if, if you hate Marilyn oh. Monroe, why are you making a movie about her? Because like yeah. watching this, it exactly. felt like Andrew Dominic exactly. hated her. Exactly. Like it's a, it was a demonic fanfic. It was I don't. It was just. It was terrible. I I don't know. Even if it was better made than some of these other films, I don't care. If you're based on like this, just black, disgusting base, I I'm done with it. So, Blonde was was the worst for me this year. Man, and I watched it. I watched it a couple months ago, and I was just like. I know this is going to make a lot of people's worst of the year, but actually hearing you guys talk about it, it's like, damn, like this movie, oh, just what a complete misfire. Should have never been greenlit. I don't get the idea behind it. Like, if you're so obsessed about making this kind of, it it goes with my, like, it goes with my, my issue with like reboots and stuff like that, that just completely like deter from the original or whatever. My, my thought is just make your own shit, make a whole, make a movie about a whole character in Hollywood. It's not like there's not any movies that are set in Hollywood. Like every year we get like at least three about cinema in Hollywood. Just make (laughs) your own about a fictional character that you want to put trauma torch to stop bringing this, stop bringing this woman into stuff. She's like, just let it go. It's so, it's so ridiculous to me. Um, Okay, so is that everyone's number one? Is am I last? Yeah, I think you're last. Number one. Okay, my number one worst movie of the year. Uh, So, I think 2020, a very special movie came out. It was a horror movie. It was a first. It was a first time horror movie from a director. And it made me so excited about their future, so pumped. I put it on my best horror movies of 2020, 2020 list that year. I think it was in my top 10. That movie is Host. And then his follow-up, Dash Cam, was terrible. <laughs> Fucking I forgot terrible. that came out. It was, man, it was, it was so fucking bad. It completely turned me against the director. I'm so glad I didn't. I didn't like. I don't know. I was just so obsessed with the director of this movie after Host. I love Host so much. It's like he wanted to come out and make a statement about like a, about like Republicans and stuff like that. And, and the movie was so anti-vax and anti like. COVID is not real. The character, I, I, I heard that, the, that I saw that the character actually believes the okay. stuff that she spews in the movie, mm-hmm. um, that it was like an actual depic- like depiction of what she does in real life. And in the movie, she's going around telling people to take off their mask and it's not real and stuff like that. It was oh just terrible. Oh, um, oh as, somebody, oh. as somebody who lost someone to this disgusting virus, to watch a character in a movie 
like just completely i'm supposed to be watching the point of movies is for us to immerse ourselves in a new world right at least that's for that's why i go to the movies that's why i watch movies is is for a little a little escapism and i know everybody was like jerking off to the idea of doing a virus movie after 2020 and stuff i get it but this was this one was like so disgusting as far as how they were going about all of the covid stuff here in the movie the character is one of the it's probably the worst character protagonist if you want to call her that in a movie like i've ever seen uh you're supposed to be and especially in horror you're supposed to kind of feel for the main character and want them to be saved and want them to succeed. I wanted this character to just get off my screen. I wanted all the demons to do whatever they had to do with this character. It was, it was one of the worst characters in a movie. The movie is not scary. It's terrible. It's a, it's one of the worst found footage movies that I've seen. And this was a huge disappointment for me as someone who loved Host, I love that movie that in 2020. Movie. It was so much fun. I was so excited for the future of this director. I'm blanking on the name because I just I I want to forget about everything. I'm savage with this, with this movie. Uh, thanks, but uh, <laughs> yeah, this this eh, this was terrible. My number one was gonna be Choose or Die, but then the last couple of days, I was like, think about how you felt after you watched Ashcam. And I also get especially annoyed minutes, right? when I finish bad movies, and I finished this one. And it's one of the worst endings of the year. It was terrible. Dashcam is number one. Mr. Savage, please, like, fuck. I don't know. Do something else. Like, go into drama or comedy or something like that after this. Do something else. Go, go make a Disney movie. I don't know. Do something. But just... This this wasn't it. So, dash cam worst movie of the year for me, and uh, that is it, everyone. That is our list of the worst movies of twenty twenty two. Thank you guys all for joining us, uh, Larry, Alex, and Leo. Thank you for joining me today and kind of getting things off our chest. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I will go around, get everyone's social medias, and yeah, let's start with you, Alex. Let everyone know they can follow you. Uh, you can find me on my official website, alexmaddenmovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, I'll be having my best and worst lists up very soon, probably first of the year or second of the year, so you can check mm-hmm. those out. Um, yeah. That's where you can find me. All right. And Leo. Guys, come on over to YouTube. Search up Geekly Goods. There's a logo with two Gs. That's me. Come on over. Uh, Let's see. This week, there's going to be a, by the end of the week, there's going to be a top 10 movies of 2022 and a comic book movie ranking 2022 as well. Shooting for a bigger video in the future involving the mm. MCU, so come on over. And then on all social media platforms, I'm at Geekly Goods. Dwayne, thanks for having me, man. This was great. Great talking about these bad movies, y'all. That's Bardic, right? Thinkers, man. <laughs> um, and Larry. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT and over on Instagram and YouTube at ChiliBoyProductions. If you want a slightly different list, I've altered the list a little bit for my YouTube worst of the year. Uh, You could check that out. 
probably well here soon <laughs> and then i'll also have my best of list here yeah. um, probably on the first of the new year so i've been cramming a lot of films this week I, shame shame my eyeballs just, are about to roll out of my head i've been watching oh, so many movies i went and watched avatar again yesterday and I saw Cha Cha Real Smooth finally last night. I want to fit in After Sun before my best of the year list because everyone's kind of going crazy with that. Pretty so, good, man. I like that. Larry, yeah, did you I like really... it? Yeah, I liked it. um so i want to catch that before the end of the year but uh guys we are out of time today but we have a lot of shows coming up because after my little vacay with recording um we have a lot of stuff to get through before you know for the end of the year uh especially on the podcast uh if you want to check out our review for puss in boots larry hosted that one that's on the channel right now Please go check it out. And it looks looking like tomorrow we're going to have our best of the year uh, list for 2022. A more fun, kind of relaxing conversation when it comes to those movies. That'll be tomorrow. Uh, some point this weekend we are going to have our uh, best TV shows of 2022 as well. And then an episode of Cinemania Live soon coming. And then uh, I believe uh, a box office show to discuss the year in box office as far as 2022 goes and that is it everyone thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne. that was alex larry and leo we'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye